0: Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger and fall in love with yourself? It's possible and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jodi Harrison Bauer. Jodi used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jodi will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jodi Harrison Bauer.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and it is always such a pleasure to welcome you back to the show. I want to thank everybody from around the world who's been listening and sharing um, the show with their loved ones because every single week. My goal, along with my amazing guests, are to educate, empower, entertain, and inspire you so you can live a fearlessly authentic life. So we talk about all different topics from business to style to mindset to music, everything that I believe is important to round ourselves out and understand about ourselves so we can live that fearlessly authentic Life, Because as the intro says, I used to be afraid of taking risks and I don't want you to waste the time that I did in not taking the risks because if we don't take them, how do we move on? And my guest today is going to share how she's taken some risks and moved outside of her comfort zone. Um, but before I introduce her, I wanted to just share something that I've been using for about a year and a half now. It's a plant-based company called Sakara. Saqqara. And they deliver plant-based meals, prepared meals to your home. They also have other products like a metabolism power, but again, it's all plant-based. So if you are interested in trying to you know, shift your diet a little bit, and maybe you're too busy to make your own meals and don't know how to prepare plant-based meals like myself, use my code XOJODY to save 20% off. Go to sakara.com. That's S-A-K-A-R-A dot com and use my code EXO Jody to save twenty percent off. Also, don't forget to um, review, rate, share with your friends this podcast. So this is how we spread the love. Anyway, okay, on with the show. I want to welcome my guest Laura Brina. Thank you so so much for being on the show today.
2: Thank you for having me. And you know what? I can definitely use that um, that wonderful product that you're that you're talking about. I've had the fire department to my house twice trying to cook. So I need all the help I can get. <laughs> so you're a te- so you're a terrible cook like me. Oh, darling. I was trying to cook a turkey burger. And I don't know. I guess I used Pam and I guess I didn't use enough Pam. I don't know. Pam needs to get her stuff together. Yes. So, okay. I don't know. But there was that I had my hair up in a thing, some Zit cream on, my ja- holy pajamas. Three birds at the time. <laughs> you know, these, they brought these two big trucks with ladders and everything. And I'm like, wow. they come to the door, they're banging, is everything okay? I'm like, do you want a turkey? First? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. They're like, not if it's hurt. We don't. I'm
1: like, Oh okay. my God. I oh mean, yeah, I need all the help I can get. Okay. Yeah. You have to try this. I've been doing it since. So I'm 61 now when I turned 60 last December, I started, I want to go more plant-based and the meals are so delicious. You will love it. You won't have to cook. I don't like cooking and I'm a terrible cook. So I get it.
2: Wait, I I can't believe you're 60. You look amazing. I'm
1: 61.
2: I I mean, 61 is young though, but you look amazing. Whatever you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you. It's
2: the 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 plant-based foods.
1: It's the plant-based foods. Um, Anyway, I will, I'll share the information (laughs) with you again so you can use it. Um yeah, so you have a parrot in your hand. So Laura loves has four parrots, three or four. I can't remember what you said.
2: Well, there's four, but two in here at the time <laughs> right that's a, now.
1: <laughs> that's a really big parrot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's um
1: she's probably like the the size of my forearm, I guess. Wow. <laughs> oh, she's so pretty. So if I say pretty girl, hey. oh she can't hear her probably. She can't, can't hear. She... Okay. Can I blow
2: a kiss? You could blow a kiss. Turn her blow a kiss.
1: There you go. Oh, so cute. You know, my great aunt, we're, we're so off topic right now. My great aunt <laughs> had a parrot, and she used to always say, pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty girl. Oh, yeah. I, know.
2: I have another one that says some really good things, but then maybe not some good things.
1: Right, good right, thing right. <laughs> pick I, up. I totally understand. So let's get to you. <laughs> all right. Let's get to you. You have been in the music business for a very long time, right?
2: I, ever since I could talk, really. OK,
1: yeah. OK. And by the way, I noticed you were born on December 25th and yes. I'm de- and I'm December 27th. So we are Capricorns also.
2: Love that. We're very stubborn, very strong willed, yes. very strong willed, uh, very hard working. Although they couldn't. I was delivered to my mom in a stocking, although oh. I'm kind of a, a cashew. I'm kind of Catholic and Jewish, so
1: I'm kind of confused. I'm 100 percent Jewish, so I get it.
2: Twenty-six hours of labor later, and they couldn't get my head out. Not because of my hair at the time,
1: but whatever. (laughs) You're so funny. You're so funny. Well, welcome again, Laura, fellow Capricorn. So let's talk about what's been going on in your career. I know that you are making a comeback to your country route. That's where you started. Then you sort of veered off. Now you have this amazing video. I mean, it's it's hit the top billboards i think two million views on youtube um do i have that number right
2: stars are falling yeah no (laughs)
1: stars are falling but but body first is the one you're going to be launching very soon
2: yes we just shot the video for body first in nashville which was so exciting and justin the director just had this great vision and the treatment you know it's a sexy song, body first. It, I is. Mean, it's got that it is six eight, kind of mid tempo, little, yeah. but kind of like that throwback to to like the fifties, sixties kind of thing. Which to me, that I was totally born the wrong time. I I would have been so great in a poodle skirt. Let's not lie. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so cute. my parents always say that you're like Flora, You you were born like yeah. all
1: the eighties hair. You know, you were born a little too, a little too right. Old. Right. <laughs> I know. It's funny how we we're born at different times but did you love making this video? How was this different? Then we'll start from where I want to talk about sure. that video first, but yeah. how was that? It sounds like it was a fusion of your country roots and then dance. Cause you had a different producer with this Damon Sharp, right?
2: Absolutely. So yeah, on this, on this song body first, it was kind of a combo. And, you know, as an artist, you're always growing and changing. And I love what you talk about. It's like taking risks. And to me, it was like, I'm going to take a risk. I'm like, what does Laura Briner want to say next? Here I did this country record trying to be me, which, geez, I'm still figuring, trying to figure out who who I am. (laughs) Me too, Laura. Yes. (laughs) You're preaching the choir over here. So I, so yeah, we, there we had this record and it's like, there's some really fun, great up tempo songs on there, but that, but yet there's some real serious topics on there too about abuse or, um, alcoholism, different things like that. And to me, when I go to record a song or write a song, I want it, I, I write about things that I can relate to. Um, and that was something always my dad would always say. He's like, you know, I, I don't want you to feel pain or I don't want you to go through something mm. bad, but you can't really sing about things unless you've felt them or experienced them. And to me, country music is all about that. It's about the lyrics, it's about the melody uh you really it's all about those life experiences with a great twist to the lyric in some way shape or form and uh to me body first I always wanted a like a yummy fuzzy love song so I exciting. don't know the cheese in me I was like I want somebody here to want this song for their wedding and whatnot yes, and, yes. and really at first it was kind of a it had this dancey feel and then I'm like you know let's make it a little bit more in the country thing. So We added some more guitars and uh, an organ, B3 and some different things like that. And it totally took a life of its own. And it, yeah, so, it's so it just, really so is, yeah. yes. So Damon Sharp, who I've worked with on a lot of the dance stuff, he's also a co-writer. Um, he produced it too, as well as Michael Carey who put a lot of different guitars and things like that on it. And so it's kind of been a marrying of the two, genres. Because, you know, nowadays, nobody's listening to one style of music. Everybody's listening to all different kinds of things. You know, their iPads or iPods or their computers or their car, everybody's listening to different things. You know, they're not just listening to country. There's a little bit, I mean, for me, I'm listening to a little bit of Chris Stapleton, but yet I got some Eminem on there. I got some Renee Fleming. I mean, they all don't totally go together, but they do because it's me. So, you know, then we took... Then Justin, this amazing director. I mean, he's done so many great, great, great videos. I mean, he just had such a vision because obviously there's the obvious thing to go two people having a shindig and handle it and whatever. But he went in this whole abstract way of how to convey a love story, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And you know, I'm kind of the narrator, and there are these wonderful dancers and I'll,
1: Leave it at that. I was wondering (laughs) when I saw the video that isn't the video. What is it called again?
2: It's called a visualizer. So there's so many different
1: things to a song now, and different
2: assets is what they call them Mm -hmm. to in releasing a song. You know, you've got uh, an acoustic version, you've got behind the scenes, you've got visualizers, you've got a canvas for Spotify, or which is when you go onto the song, you'll see there's some moving parts of me a little short clip video of me walking along and being pensive and shaking my hair. And, you know, as the girly girl that I am, so yes, yes. <laughs> getting ready for this wonderful love affair. Uh But yeah, no, it's, it, I'm so excited about body first. It's really, really exciting. And to come back to country and which country's always been, I, I it's always been me. It's just a different me. You know, I, I, I love country music. I love what it's about. And it will always be a part of me. And I think when you listen to stars are falling or, sweet revenge, you still hear, or the way that it was, you still hear the little twang in me. So it's, it, it'll never go. I, I'm always a country girl at heart.
1: I hear the twang in you now, you know, I hear it. I hear it definitely in you and the way, you know, your body language and so on, which people can't see right now, but they will when it's on YouTube. And so if you were a country girl from like, say the beginning, where did you veer off? Like, what did you, were you, were you just like, I need to try something else. I want to take that risk. I may fear it, but I need to step outside of my comfort zone because I have a quote from your teacher in Philadelphia where you went to school. Um, Never say no to an opportunity. If it seems out of your comfort zone, put a pot of coffee on, stay up all night and learn it. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So great. Sean Dibler he was such a great teacher um unfortunately he passed away of a of a kidney disease of kidney disease and some other complications but he did he always said that he's like Lord, oh, I never want you to say no to an opportunity right I want you to be able to say yes to whatever it is I mean I don't know that I would say that I'm great at rap but um oh, right. I mean I try a little all right stuff <laughs> <laughs> which I probably should not do that I love so vanilla but, but uh you know I he's like I never want you to say no to a role or to any like anything like that and so what uh what really made me go into the dance part and then come back to country and Mm -hmm. you know there as they say in Hollywood there's some bad actors or some bad apples you know and uh you know it was there I was with my dream and everything and There were some shady things going on, but uh, Mm. with some of those bad actors, people in charge. And I thought, you know what? What does Laura want to say now? Mm. So I uh, headed out to Los Angeles for a little bit, got into the sunshine and uh, started creating different kinds of music and just really immersing myself into all different styles of music, which I've (laughs) always listened to. And I, uh, I really took on some fun dance stuff with uh, Damon sharp we we worked on a lot of cool things but yet the country music in me was always there right. i I am from a real small town in Mount Airy Maryland turn left at the church <laughs> right at the cow right at the barn and that's where I live and keep wow. on getting. wow <laughs> so follow that yellow brick road I mean I wow think, and my parents still live in the house that I grew up in so I think we we just got CBS and a post office.
1: Yeah. So we really, it's kind of a one horse step. That's really <laughs> but I cute love that. though. Yeah. There's something really very lovely about that to come back to some, so much simplicity. Right. And like what right. really matters it's love, it's family. It's exactly. Really. That's what it is. If we have all that, we have the love in our heart, gratitude, like that's really all we need. And then we throw ourselves into all of this, like you know, abyss of BS. Right. Like, what what are we doing here? Like this isn't where I want to be. And but it sounded like you needed to go and do that to figure out who you want to be next. And I totally get that because right. I've done the same thing.
2: Well and I think you're absolutely right with doing with taking risks and and figuring out and and always challenging yourself. Uh, you know, for me it's, you know, don't you can sleep at another time. Nobody. Need, oh, my know, God. Yeah, definitely. Keep going. There's always something to learn or to challenge yourself or change or do. And I think like I, I that country part will always be there. And I, that's so me. And, you know, here I am with body first. And, you know, yes, I had such a great I've had such great success in the dance market with a number two in the UK, a t- top tens here in Billboard. Right. Um, it's incredible. So it's really, yeah. And, you know, when you're as a little girl, when you're creating this dream in your head and in your heart, you never, you don't think about, oh, what about awards? And what about like those things don't No. You just think, oh, I want to get on stage and I want to, I want to help people. I want to change the world. I want to sing. I want to touch people's hearts. I want to make them feel something, Right. you know, and it's one of those things where you just When it happens, you're like, oh, my God, here I am. And it's happening. And here I am with Body First. You're like,
1: oh, my God. (laughs) Right. right. So was this was Body First really very, very different for you to create?
2: Well, I think there was it's there's a lot of pressure on it, I guess. And nobody's put that pressure.
1: Okay, this is pressure you put on
2: yourself. This is pressure I put on myself. And I've always been that way. I don't know if that's in my genes or whatnot apparently my dad's been like that. So I, it's just the pressure that I put on myself. And so it's like, you know, okay, here I am. I've got a lot to say. I, I never left, but I'm coming back to some degree, but I never left. It was always there. It was just, I had to find my way back to find the yellow brick road, you know, I guess. And so to me, I had to take that chance and And I wanted to, I I love the dance music. You know, country music has changed so much now. It's, there's pop country, there's blues country, there's rock country. And I'm like, and even rap country. I'm like, you know what? What if Laura does a little dancing country? So I'm kind of marrying the two things. and Mm And I love that that's where music's at now. Nobody, it's not one genre. Genres are so big now. And there's everything straddling the fence.
1: You know, absolutely no d- defined this is this and it's i think yeah and i think it's cool to infuse i mean what do i know about music i can't sing a note to save my life but i love music i mean who doesn't love music it it changes changes the way you feel about where you are in this moment i remember when i was going through my divorce almost 20 years ago i could not listen to music because everything right. made me cry everything whether it right. had Anything to do with love or anything, I just couldn't listen. So I I moved on to talk radio and (laughs) the news. And I thought, okay, I'll just listen to that because music is such a huge part of our lives. It touches our heart. You know, if you're like tired or in a bad mood, you could put music on to totally flip the switch, right? Exactly. And you know, it also is it also triggers memories too.
2: Like I can remember what I was wearing when I heard this song, right. I was at the na na na, and this is what I was doing. You know, it's like, it also brings back memories too. Like yeah. I remember with the fifties and sixties, like my dad had this 1960 Blue Horizon Corvette um, wow. and it had the white stripe. And there we were, we would listen to the fifties and sixties music, um, driving to Sunday school and we would go afterwards to get munchkins at um, at Dunkin' Donuts. They're like heaven, so good. And people are like, they can't even believe that I know all the words to these fifties and sixties songs. They're like, you are way too young to know all these. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? The this kind of music stands the test of time, right? It that's why there's oldies but goodies shows now to this day because it's so great, right? Oldies gold. Yes. Yes. Old There's a good I have gold. a good serum that's gold with a gold serum. Anyway, oh, really? that's a good Oh, you'll too. have to tell me
1: about that. Yeah, another show. Plant-based cooking, then we'll get to Yeah, right. Serum exactly. Surface. Then we'll, okay. we'll get we'll get to all of this. Yeah. <laughs> so was there somebody that really inspired you as a as a little girl? And then as you got older, um, did it did it switch? Did it change? You know, and did you just listen? it doesn't sound like you just listened to country music, but that was what you felt like singing.
2: Um, You know, I, I mean, I, I'm always, I, I've been very blessed to have great parents that have been so supportive, like go live your dream. Yeah, you know, We're here. We get it. Well, however that is we're behind you 100%. So I'm really, really lucky, but you know, I guess, and I love a lot of greats. I mean, I wasn't around when Elvis was alive. Or, I mean, I love that he did every different style of music and, and did it great and did it his yes. way. And he was just an all-around entertainer. But I'm really kind of blown away by, and I'm sure a lot of people say this, but by Dolly Parton. I think, you know, I I I have the big brown curly hair like she (laughs) does, but but I love her heart. I love, I mean, she's an incredible musician, songwriter, uh, singer, songwriter, all of the above. But what I love about her is her heart. Mm -hmm. What makes me love an artist even more, and I've been so lucky to have performed with so many greats like Clint Black and Emmylou Harris and Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood, uh, Jason Aldean, to name a few, I love when somebody that they're not just a great artist or a great performer or singer or actor, whatever they are. I love that they give back and help people. Yes. That's very important to me. That's something that my parents instilled in me. You know, you always need to give back and help people in any way, shape or form, whether that's through a song, whether, you know, if you can afford to or whatnot. And I think this pandemic has really showed us what really matters in life. Right. Right and what really counts.
1: right and giving giving back is huge. like it's 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 giving of the heart and especially right. what we've learned going through this pandemic and who you know whatever is going on with it right now even though seem, things seem to be a little bit normal now um i don't know how it is whatever that Coast. is <laughs> yeah whatever, we don't even know what normal is anymore but giving back to your community to your fans It's just so important because people want, I think that's a way for somebody like you feels that connection with your fans, right? And you you spend a lot of time, you're very, very involved in the military. Um, I know we're all over the place here, but when we're talking about giving, (laughs) giving back, um, you know, I noticed that um, let's talk about that. The military related causes that you're involved in, including Walter Reed Medical Center, which by the way, so my husband is a doctor. Oh, wow! he went to, he went through ROTC in order to, because he didn't have the money to put himself through medical school, nor did his parents. And then he did his fellowship at Walter Reed. Oh, I love that. I hear him talking about it all the time. So I know that there are other, um, Homes for troops, National Guard, to name a few of the military-related causes. But I was curious why a hospital was on there. What what is it about that hospital?
2: Um, which always makes me tear up a little
0: bit. But I'm sorry. I
2: went. No, no, no. I it it was one of the great when I got to visit Walter Reed, and you know, really, it I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for these brave men and women who allow us to live in freedom allow us to have this conversation and Mm -hmm. um and to live our dreams i mean we get to dream because of them yes um and so when i got the chance to go visit walter reed i was so blown away by these men and women they granted some of them are triple amputees some uh i mean all all different kinds of things this hospital treats and all they wanna do is get back with their with their platoon and their their other comrades. I mean, it's just, they call it that esprit de corps, and the, they have this love for their country and the love for their people that they protect and allow them to, to have these freedoms. And for me, when I walked in there and they were holding a poster of me standing on a plane Um, which was an F-16 with the Air National Guard and they're saying, Miss Bryno, will you sign my poster? And I said, I would be so honored to, you know, it's like, right. It's one of those incredible moments that I will never forget in my life. I was so blessed and I still am so blessed to have had that experience and I can't wait to go back. I've done, I've been on USO tours. I've, I've, done USO shows here, Folds of Honors, an- another great organization. They give back to the families of fallen soldiers. I mean, Homes for Our Troops, they give. They adapt homes to soldiers who have been wounded in action. I mean, just so many great. I mean, there's uh, Wounded Warrior Project. There's so many great organizations. So I just love helping these men and women. Sorry, where I had is- a moment.
1: No, my goodness. No, no, no. Um, where did you was somebody in the military, or how did you um, become connected with this? Or was this just something in your heart, or your parents?
2: Kind of D, all of the above. Okay, I, uh, you know, my manager is, was in Vietnam. That gentleman that's promoting Body First, um, he was in he was in Vietnam as well. My okay. grandfather uh, was in the Korean War. I mean, so there's been so many. My dad in was department. in the Korean War. Really. Mm-hmm. uh or no it was my great-grandfather excuse me so yeah but and and my dad was in the coast guard so it's always around me but even even so I I always I, I love these men and women in fact I was coming back from Nashville from the video shoot and we're coming back to Los Angeles and there was a gentleman buying uh, a sandwich and a couple drinks at uh, TGI Fridays I think it was a iced tea and a lemonade and and i said you know as i was buying a salad and and uh, for my manager as well and i said he was like oh i'm going to go i need to pay for that and i said no 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 we're going to pay for this and he was like are you sure and i said it's the least that we can do for all that you do for us and other people behind me were like god you're so right we we need to do this and i said you know, we need to support these men and women. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, In any son. way that we can, a coffee right. or, you know, how whatever works
1: for you or just saying thank you. I, it doesn't have to be money. I completely agree. It's service, it's money. People need to understand that it's not just the money, it's time. People appreciate the yeah. time that you put into helping them, Whatever, whatever it is. And they're
2: giving their time away from their families
1: too. So we can be with ours. And it's like 24
2: seven. I mean, when I was in Kuwait a couple of years ago, I mean, some of these, some of these men and women, they were there for nine months and it was so nice that we got to go there for the 4th of July, just to bring them a little piece
1: of home. Wow. Wow. When I think of the USO tours, I always think of Bing Crosby right? Yeah. You know? Um, And I, I just always thought that that would be not that I would ever do it, but just what a really cool thing to do for our troops. So thank you so much for doing that.
2: Oh, I loved it. Honestly, I was, I, I had the pleasure and oh my God, it was such a, I, I was so overwhelmed that I was the one that got to sing the national anthem every night. And I, so weird, but I, and probably sounds really cheesy, but I like every time I would go out on stage, I just kind of would stand there for, and it probably felt like hours for everybody else. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I want to take this moment in. If I never get back here, right. I want to make this moment count.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty heavy stuff. And I think a lot of people can understand that would want to be had that opportunity to do that. So thank you. Thank you so much. We are going to take a break right now. We'll be back in a few minutes. So stay with us with Laura Brenna. We're going to get more into all of her videos and more things (laughs) that she's been up to. So stick with us. We'll be back in a few minutes.
0: Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better, whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic. Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jodi Bit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jodi Bit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back everybody
1: to Fearlessly Authentic with my guest, Laura Bruna. We are talking about her video to come out soon, Body First. Can't wait to see it. Cannot wait. But let's talk about your billboard hits, Stars Are Falling. Um, hope and inspiration is is what this song is all about. Can you tell us a little bit more about it?
2: Sure, you know, and it's so crazy. We recorded this song. It was written several years ago and it's gone through some several, it's gone through several changes, but uh, it's finally, it was finally the right thing. And so it was like, you know what? We need to record this. And so strange, but it was recorded before the pandemic. Mm. The video was shot before the pandemic. But it kind of became this anthem for everybody. Um, I mean, it was so wonderful during the, pan- uh, which I don't know if we're, if we're in the pandemic still or not, but um, people were reaching out first responders saying, you know, I love this song. It means so much to me. I get home from work and I've been in the hospital and it's just so positive and uplifting, which right now I've watched so many people die of this horrible mm. disease. That it's just so nice to come home to something that's positive. And, you know, as a musician, as a recording artist, as a songwriter, and as a human being, if you touch one person's heart or you can help them through this ugly time, yes, then I've done my job. That means everything to me. Then I know that. The dream has come true.
1: Right. Because you start, if, if tell me if I'm wrong, but I think a singer starts singing because it's just what you love. And then it comes from your heart. And we start talking about this at the beginning of the show where, you know, you've been singing as long as you've been talking, basically. And we talk about things, um, experiences that we have. So when you're young at 10 years old and you're singing, yes, you can sing maybe a heartfelt song, but you really feel it when your heart's been broken, right? Oh, sure. So yes. what was the inspiration behind this song? It was before the pandemic. What made you record a song like this?
2: I loved the message behind it. Okay. And I love that it was, it had this positivity and hope. And I, you know, I think, cause there's always stuff going on in life right. and we're right. always trying to get through things. And I guess with, where my dad was at with his horrible blood cancer. And I, I was just looking for some hope and some inspiration. And I remember when my dad was at Hopkins and there was this woman I had walked in and my dad had just had I think, the second stem cell treatment, bone marrow or blood and stem cells. And I had walked into Whole Foods and I went to go get some lunch meat and I was picking up some dark chocolate because they said that dark chocolate helps with your magnesium levels. I said, okay. And I get up to the counter to get some sliced turkey meat and I lost. I was like, Oh my God. And of course the woman behind the counter, she's like, are you okay? She came around, put me in her arms and she said, it's going to be okay. And she said, you know what? I'm a 12 cancer, uh, 12, 12 year breast cancer survivor. Oh. And she said, the one thing I will tell you going through all this is she said, you have to laugh at least once a day. Okay. And I use that in today's today, every day, regardless of whether something, you know, somebody's going through a horrible disease or not. And I remember that. And I it's like, you know what? And you see people at the grocery store in the beginning of this whole pandemic, there's an elderly lady who's like, I can't find toilet paper. Mm. And everybody goes running. I've got some. Right. We all, as human beings, regardless of what we're going through or we want to to keep it for our family or whatever it may be, we all want to help each other. And we all want to act as one and get through this horrible thing that we're all going
1: through. Right. We, we, saw, and we saw people come together. Right. We saw people come together.
2: And to me having seen that with that woman. And, you know, as I was a disaster, I'm snotting all over her shirt (laughs) and her apron, you know, (gasps) and she's like, you're going to get through this and you're going to be okay. And I'll never forget that. And I mean, just going through with a hospice nurse, I mean, she and I have become friends and, and I'm giving back through um, the organ, the hospice organization that she works with and, they're angels. They are goddamn saints. Oh, I, I know. know. I went through it with it. my
1: with my mom passing but, away. Yeah, you, I know you just I, said that. I know it's they are saints. I mean, they just
2: and and when I asked Renee, I said, Renee, how do you do this? And I didn't get it until as time went on during the whole process with hospice with the hospice care. She's like Laura, I consider it a gift. Wow. She's like that I get to help people and help families through this difficult time and how to basically get them through the next steps. Mm-hmm. Right. And how to transfer that, that energy into the next place that their family members. Right.
1: Going. Because we don't, I don't know about you, but I didn't want to believe that my mom was actually passing away. Oh, right? I'm still in denial.
2: Right. Like, I, I probably need to go have therapy about it because I don't understand. Um, and it was my mom and I that took care of, and my mom's friend that came and and we have a friend of the family, a couple friends of the family that came over and helped. And, you know, there I was administering morphine, and I'm right. like, am I helping? Am I I, I don't know. know.
1: I don't know anything about morphine. Laura, I probably, I know, I know, I know. I remember and talking, I thinking, looking at my sisters and saying, and to my husband, the doctor, I'm like, I don't think she's dying. I don't think she's dying. I don't think she's right. dying, you know, because we were. We, we have so many emotions to process. So I, I completely sure. understand like what you And I don't know it. why it was that I stayed till the very end when when he
2: went off and all those things. And like, I don't, I was obviously there for my mom and I just, I don't know if she needed the closure, or whatever it was and there. She was chasing after the van and oh God. And it's just, oh. but you learn a lot. And I, I know you're talking about stars are falling, getting back to that, but it really- again, you know, as long as I can help somebody through these difficult times, I think this song really became an anthem during this pandemic. Right. And as an artist, you're just like, wow, I'm helping people through this difficult I time know. because I felt so helpless. I'm sitting here in my house, in my PJs, right? you know, and I don't, how can I help? I don't know what to do. I want to help in any way that I can, but they're like, stay home, stay home. I didn't know. And here, so I was like, you know what? I'm so happy that my song is helping people. Right. I mean, have at least a smile during this dark, difficult,
1: terrible time. But so this is what this tells me about. I mean, obviously, you are like a beautiful human being, beautiful inside and out. You are beautiful. And you wrote this song because this is what you wanted to feel in your heart. And you knew that if you were, you know, the show is fearlessly authentic. If you were being your honest, authentic self, creating this song and putting it out there before this whole pandemic thing happened, like you put it out there because you wanted people to have that hope with whatever is going on in their life. And, and, and look what happened, you know, it probably saved so many people from, not feeling hopeless and you just did it because that's what you felt in your heart. And I think that is gorgeous.
2: Thank you. I mean, I, I wish I could take credit with writing it, but, um, I, I actually was the one that interpreted, interpreted it. Yes. Interpreted it. Interpreted it. Yeah. Um, But I, uh, yeah, I just, and and it went through so many rewrites. I mean, Mm -hmm. the song's probably six years old, but just, finally saw the light of day. And it it finally had the little icing with the cherry on top. It was just,
1: okay, this I is right. That. There was and another song. It was the time um, to get it out. Um, way that it was. Tell me about that song.
2: Well, it's funny. It isn't actually about the pandemic, you know, because mm. it's like, oh, I know all of us are saying like, oh my God, can <laughs> we that. get back <laughs> to the way yeah. that it was? right but it's really about a relationship and like mm-hmm. you know why can't we just get back to how we used to be and not with all the, uh, and the uh, you know let's get right. back to the yummy and the fuzzy of how we used to be so right. but yeah it's all in that dance and fun and and uh you know during this pandemic a lot of the United States in the dance market had shut down right because their clubs weren't open again um, and it, that happened all over the world too but then Europe started to open up more, and then uh, and a lot of these incredible DJs who remix these songs—they mm-hmm. have podcasts, they have they have shows, they're on series, they have—I mean, all different kinds of things. And these, I mean, from Cutmore to I mean Dave Audé to I mean these guys are and these men and women—they're artists in their own right. I mean, it's like another version of the song. Right, it's not a remix. It's like this actually can stand on its own as another version of this song.
1: How does how do you I feel mean, about that stuff when you hear it in a different version, like the DJ version?
2: You know, it, I think it's I love it. I mean, as an artist, it's like that's cool. Wow, I, I never thought of it that way, or even wow. you know, with our TikToks. As you know, we have our our group. We're called the Brineyacs. Yeah, and uh, actually, Sanders coined the phrase. We call it. We call ourselves the Brineyacs, and. We include everybody, it's a it's a safe and positive space, our TikTok, and you know, it, it we love everybody from all races, religions, sexual preferences. We want it to be a safe place for everybody to come. We've had many people come out and say, hey, I'm gay and I'm proud, you know, and it's so touching to me that people choose that or they're like, hey, Laura, I'm having difficulty with my parents or I'm going through this or, like even with my uh, going through with my dad with my dad's death i mean they all have been so wonderful and so supportive and just like hey we're here if you ever want to talk you want to cry you want to scream you want to bite you want to push it's you know that's the kind of thing and so i mean with the way that it was you know it just was like everybody has kind of interpreted their own their own way of that song and yeah. now with body first you're seeing people using the sound on TikTok or people are doing their singing their own version of, of body first. I think as a musician, as a songwriter, as the artist, you sit there and it's like, there's no better compliment than that.
1: I was just going to say that, like, that's what you want. You want to hear maybe different versions of it, or maybe yeah. somebody doesn't want to, I don't know. For me, I would think that it would be a great compliment for it to be continuing to create different versions of it, to share it with more people.
2: Absolutely. And people are creating all these different videos. I mean, they're doing transition videos from like going from one makeup look to another makeup look. And I mean, just all different things and people are so creative. And I really do. I think if, if you can take body first, my version of it and make it your own. So great. What better compliment is there than somebody creating something else? And Hey, I mean, it might be a, Something where I'm like, oh, let's add that into the song,
1: or let's do something with that. Right, right. I, I, well, I just want—I forgot to tell you that I love the boots. The the little video thing that I saw, you were wearing these (laughs) very kick-ass boots. I hope you're wearing them in the video. You probably are. It was probably just for that look, but those boots were so hot. I love them.
2: Oh, those white ones. That that video. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to give you a little tidbit. So, underneath is a boot and then there's fabric put on top of it. Oh. And so if you know It was you know really that? pretty. So there's this fabulous artist, Jay Gerard, mm-hmm. who used to design all of Prince's long jackets wow. and everything like that. And so she was like, you know, you're the only other person I know that says smallest Prince. So I have been so fortunate. She designed several jackets and things for me to wear, but also those suits. Yeah,
1: it did have that Prince vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, it looked very, very cool. Thanks. Very cool. And so yeah. the jacket too is is uh, Yeah. I love well. I love the whole look. I wanted to ask you about that. Um, so when you wrote, well, did you write body first or perform? I'm a co-writer. Okay, that's what I thought. So what was I know you said, you know, you wanted something sexy and, you know, all that, but really what inspires you to say, I want to go there with this next song?
2: I think really what inspires me when I think about songs and what I want to say next, it's I think where I'm at or what I, where I am in my life or Mm -hmm. the, the life experiences that I have or what I was going through at that moment. And for me, Dude, I love me some good lifetimes some good Hallmark. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so cute. I like sit there and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh you know, I'm, okay. Like, I'm all about the princess and the castle. And, you know, I mean, here it is. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, yo, when my wedding comes around, I'm like, I might lose my shoe and I'm coming in a big yes, encru- yes. encrusted pumpkin. I'm I love like, it. And that would be why I'm here today. But uh, so, with your yeah, parents, no, I, with my birds, you know, always. Yes. But but yeah, you know, it's like I love I love love. Who doesn't
1: love love? You know, everybody who loves, doesn't loves. Want a love song?
2: Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody in I, any way, shape, or form. Whoever you are,
1: yes, we all want to be loved. I don't care yes. who you are. I 100 whatever way agree. that goes too. Yeah.
2: And so, yes, it is a sexy song. It absolutely is, but. Uh, it's all about love and being together and sharing in that passionate moment with someone special.
1: And everybody's looking for it. Everybody wants it. You can't deny it. Anybody who says if they're not in love, they're not looking for love, maybe not specifically searching for it, but that's really, you know, when we can love freely, that is when we are clearly vibrating at our highest and we are and our, our most, most
2: authentic too.
1: You just took the words out of my mouth. Oh,
2: sorry, sorry, sorry. Totally. <laughs> that
1: is when we are our most authentic. So when we're at the vibrating high, when we are loving and being loved. And that is us. So you're any that you're absolutely right. You no, know, that's uh, what we yeah. all want. Um, what was I gonna ask you? I have all of these questions to ask oh. you. Know. <laughs> so, oh, with everything else going on, so you're also involved in the Make-A-Wish Foundation on top of the military causes you're involved in. What brought you to be involved in that?
2: So I love the Make-A-Wish Foundation and Mm -hmm. what they stand for and everything that they do. And it's all about children. And, you know, I've been so fortunate that I've been able to dream and, and pursue and live out my dream. And I mean, here it is with body first, and all these different songs and different right. things. I've had wonderful opportunities, and and kids are our future. They should have the same opportunities. And you know, what's so wonderful about Make a Wish is that our mission statement has changed. It's not children who are living with terminally who are terminally ill, or or have terminally or diseases that that are terminal. Now it's our mission statement. That are that it, uh, is life-threatening. Children that are living with life-threatening illnesses, because a lot of children are living through these horrible diseases, yes, which yes. is amazing. And hopefully, someday we won't need Make-A-Wish anymore because we won't have these yucky diseases. Right. But I mean, I've 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 made phone calls. I've stuffed envelopes. I've actually gone out and granted wishes for children. Um, and I was so fortunate in how my recording career started was because of the Make-A-Wish song. Having sat on the board of the Mid-Atlantic Chapter and been involved with Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Nashville, and the Mid-Atlantic Mid Atlantic Chapter, I, uh, I co-wrote a song called Make-A-Wish. And actually, in the video, you see a lot of children in there. And those children, my one requirement when I uh, was talking to the video director, which is Trey Fanjoy, absolutely incredible. She's won so many awards, she's just got such great ideas, a great vision, uh, great visions for music videos and definitely had a great vision for this one. Oh, I guess all the tears got my mascara. Anyway, um, my one requirement was I always, I wanted to make sure that there was at least one Make-A-Wish kid or child in this video. And in fact, all of them are Make-A-Wish children. And uh, I mean, one uh, one of them I think had a tumor of the size of a grapefruit and somehow it went away and all of them are, are going, are living and doing great and being children, they're playing, they're they kick the can. Be, and they and get to be kids. They get, they get to be kids. They get to right. have snow cones and, and play basketball and what all those different things and play with their dolls. And, and so to me, you know, that's what, you know, I I want to be able to help these children have this moment that I'm having. This is a magic moment. I mean, every day is a gift for sounding, a, for lack of sounding cheesy. It's just, it's, it is a gift.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
2: pandemic taught us that, my dad taught me that, um, and I love these kids. I, lo- I want to give back. I want to help them get through these yucky diseases and have that dream of theirs, have that one wish that they want to see come true. And at least for one day, forget the yucky chemos and different things like that. Let's and let's have a magic, magical moment. Or, you know, I mean, so many wish to go to Disney. Um, I mean, many uh want to they want a pony or they wanna go make a cake with with uh duff or mace of cakes or right. or I wanna go uh, uh I wanna go drive a Formula One. I mean like we do right. everything. I mean our only limitation is a child's imagination Mm -hmm. and so i was so fortunate to be able to be uh, to always be a part of this and um but yet to have this song that uh, we were there writing it and and we were in the process record labels came by and they were like, "We want to talk to you about." No, that. I saw
1: you. You performed that Laura yeah, that that's, song. Yeah, you performed that a while ago, right?
2: Yeah, and I mean, and it was wild. And then yeah. there, my manager was in the grocery store, I think in the toilet paper aisle or something. And they were like, "Hi, can we talk to you about Laura and Make a Wish?" You know, so it is really all about you're making timing something. and yeah. and
1: you never know. No, Laura, you're You've making such be an yourself. impact in so many ways. I mean, with with your ma- military causes, Make a Wish, and I mean, of course, your music is having such an impact. And it sounds to me as if you know. I'm I, I ask all my guests this at the end of the interview, and I can't believe we're we're done in a few minutes. Um, but <laughs> you, to me, are just screaming fearless and authentic. But what does it mean? to you to live a fearlessly authentic life?
2: You know, thank you for saying that. I, too, I try to take risks. I've always been somebody that I never played it safe. And, you know, people know when you're not true to yourself. Yes. And to be fearlessly authentic, you got to be you. You got to be the best you you can be. Because people people know when you're not. Your parents oh, yeah. know that. Look at that. And she knows
1: oh, <laughs> she's, she's like been quiet the entire time. She's been in my jacket the whole time. So she like, <laughs> she's wow. She's just muscling in there. that's, yes. that's little. Or she's one, like, right? let me out. Yes, this oh, is little one. She's so pretty. I have to take a picture before we get off of here. <laughs> okay. But um, I, I, I so agree with everything. I'm on the same page with you and so many of the things that you have been talking about and people can smell fear and non-authentic, unauthenticity, um, fake. You can smell fake a mile away. So the fact that You've been in this industry for so long in the music industry for so long and have had top hits billboard charts everything and now coming out with this video Body First which means so much to you that you're just you're just continually continuously following your heart and you're not you're not waiting for anybody to say yeah okay Laura that's a good song for you to write or record or co-write whatever it is right. you just did it you just like damn it I'm doing this.
2: Yeah and I think you know there were times that the
1: record company had been like, you know,
2: why do you have to wear all that eye makeup or why, you know, you should wear this and not that. And I'm like, yes, you know, I'm not that girl. Like I I love glamor. I love hair. I love makeup. I am the girly girl to the nth degree, right? You're Cinderella. And people know, thank you. But people know when, when you're not true to yourself. And that's what that teacher said, put on the pot of coffee, stay up all night and show
1: them and show mm-hmm. them right. exactly so for our listeners how can they get in touch with you how can they find your music tell us how they can listen to all of your music
2: so come find us at
1: laura brina
2: l-a-u-r-a-b-r-y-n-a we got the book of face we got the insta tweet i guess that's instagram and twitter <laughs> okay. good and then we have our tiktok come be with us come join our briniacs we're a great loving group of us we uh We, we we're one big family. So join us all of the above. And we also got our website, LauraBrina.com. Wonderful. We we got a lot of fun things going on. Body
1: first. Yay. Body first. Go (laughs) listen to body first. Laura Brina, thank you so much for being on Fearlessly Authentic and everybody for you who's listening today, have a fearlessly authentic day until next week. I'll see you
0: later. Bye everybody. Thanks for
2: having me. Yay. (laughs)
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison-Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And unlock the keys to a more powerful you.